So as we uh, spoke about you winning the lotto, mm -hmm. you want to maybe speak a little bit on how becoming the first equity owner in Oakland for a dispensary and the struggles that comes along with having the insurance and basically so, the plus the minus to that and the reality of what it means to have insurance in the cannabis game. So when we got our license, the first thing we had to do was get a LOI. What's a LOI? Letter of intent. What is a letter of intent? A letter of intent is to show that someone's gonna allow you to use your business license to open your dispensary in their building. So we had to go find people with buildings that didn't have liens on them, et cetera, et cetera. But we had to do this with no money. Um, there was no loans or nothing available from the city at the time. So we literally had to just go find somebody to trust us. Mm -hmm. um, That's the pros and cons of being first though, right? Yeah, and then, but the city had a program in place, a technical assistant program, but the people that were the technical assistants weren't in weed so it's kind of like how can you assist me and you're not in weed shit about it. um so you know whatever so we went sat in a couple of, sat in front of some terrible deals a few <laughs> oh. um but as fate will have it the day we won we were the only one in the building out of the four people that won a license we were the only ones in the building that day so as soon as we wow. won, my business partner talk about showing up for real huh? right Man. my business partner that was ex-business partner gypsy she was there and she just sat down kind of like in shock when they announced the, the you know the second to last bar whatever and everybody rushed me so fucking mm -hmm. handed me stuff handed me stuff handed me stuff somebody hands me a folder asian man say hey i'm matt you know check us out you know we have a location wow i'll take the folder whatever i throw all the contact information from everybody else in that folder so we fast forward, we go through all these shitty deals, all this shit, blah, blah, blah. We end up going back to that place. I'm telling my partners like, hey man, this is a historic location. We should talk to these people. Then people was Grizzly Peak. Wow. So we go, we talk to them, we set up our deal, we get in motion, um, we start doing what we're doing. And by November we open. But while all this is going on, we had to negotiate with Grizzly Peak, come up with them letting us borrow the money so we can open, uh, come up with terms that didn't give them any ownership, but also allowed us to do what we needed to do. Right. Get yeah. insurance, get all that. We get open, we cracking. We opened 2018, 2019. Mm -hmm. We did like five million. Great hey. year. We was, we hey, was we chilling. Hey, we got to give a toast to that. Yes, we was chilling. I, I was there to witness that shit. Yeah, yeah. They, they opened up with a big bang. But I started to notice, you know, my previous Gypsy partners was on some weird shit. And I would like, you know, try to call it out and kept kind of like getting sidelined. The sideline kind of like came to a head after mediation, after whatever, it came to a head when we got robbed. So we got robbed 2020. George Floyd got murdered and the cannabis industry took a big, mm -hmm. tremendous hit. If you were anywhere in California or anywhere in the country, yeah. um, stores are getting broken into, et cetera. But cannabis really, really got hit bad. Um, my store was hit. For about six hours straight, Damn. no police interaction. Um, they totally wiped it out. Um, that video went viral. That shit was video crazy. went viral. I felt um, being a friend. I felt that. Yeah, man. The next day, um, I got online and I told people, "Don't retaliate. Educate." I literally made it up while I was online at that moment and was like, "No, nah, we're not going. 
retaliate because mind you, I'm getting phone calls from yeah. my hood right. niggas. Right. Mm-hmm. He wants to go pull up and yeah. like everybody like, no, 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 I don't want that. Because somebody died at my store, that media coverage I'm not getting, yeah. I'm going to get to somebody at my store dead. Mm-hmm. So we fast forward, we get robbed. They clear out the store. I'm thinking we got good insurance. Oh, I left out something. So when we oh, first got man. started, <laughs> my original gypsy partner, it was me and them. Grizzly Peak had no ownership, but they had a management option where they, you know, did the hire and fire and HR or whatever. My gypsy partners ended up coming up with some BS on Grizzly Peak to where they ended up inserting themselves with our vote to be in charge of the finances, the insurances, et cetera. Wow. Unbeknownst to me and anybody else, they changed the insurance. So when we got hit in 2020, we weren't covered but for $100,000 total for a million dollars worth of shit in the store. Wow. One tenth of what you lost. And on top of that, the partner wasn't paying taxes. They went and opened another store in another state. And all the money that they were saying they were paying because they was controlling the books and they could write in there that they were saying paying. You know about P&L, they can put anything in there. It's a computer wow. program. The bookkeeper was their friend. So they can put whatever they want in there. And by them doing that, they ended up siphoning. Basically, like two, they left me with like 2.5 in debt and cut. Oh my so goodness. I'm going through all this, Damn. all the while still trying to open, all the while dealing with the insurance, not knowing that they had messed up the insurance. Not to even mention that insurance companies, like we were talking about, insurance companies in the cannabis space are dropping people left and right. And then overcharging them, just like banking, just like rent in the cannabis space. Everything is marked up four or five times. You know what I'm saying? Because they think cannabis is making all this money. You would think after all this time, the way they've been they've been dogging you guys with the banking system, how how they haven't they make regulations for everything else, but they haven't cleared that part up. I mean, for the safety of them on their end and even you guys. Dude, it's ridiculous. If uh, the money I spend on taxes and security measures for selling weed is ridiculous. When I was trapping. All I needed was a pistol, mm-hmm. and that was it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like the stuff I have to worry about. With that my was staff, your insurance. That was right. my insurance. I mean, I had, I had what's that shit called? I had prepaid legal. I had medical coverage. I always had a job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was ready in case I ever had to go down. I always had bail money because I knew at the end of the day I'm doing something illegal. Somebody mm-hmm. could snitch. But like the stuff that I have to go through on this legal side just to run at the end of the day. A legal business. I have a business a tax certificate. That's yeah. crazy. It's I should be treated deal. like a business. The shit that I have to go through to run this legitimate. Like people don't understand. I gotta go because I don't have a bank now. But crossing my fingers, my actual bank is unified. They uh, actually have a cannabis officer now, so I'm praying nice. that so they do that. that. And yeah. I'm also trying to work with them to like work them as a consultant. <laughs> right. So that's a win-win. So, <laughs> but the way they have it now, with us not being able to bank, if I need to pay a ten thousand dollar bill. I gotta go to like four post offices and get however many money orders that allow me to yeah, get in thousand dollar increments. Collect them all after I went to four or five post offices, then go and pay that bill. Do you That's think that actually keeps people that may have the money and have the skills and everything who like could potentially open up a spot? Do you think jumping through all those hoops keeps them from actually doing it? Or? Um, I would say the lack of education on how to do it would keep, should keep anyone from doing it. Like. I want everybody free that's been in prison for cannabis on any level. Absolutely. But I don't believe that every last one of them should get in the cannabis space unless they've been educated and trained on how to move around yeah, in the space. Make it, work. it will make a, it true. will be stupid if we just put everybody that gets out, oh, put them in the cannabis space. Mm-hmm. 
and then they fuck it up, and then they're like, aha, we told you, niggas, you wasn't gonna be able to do it. Like, <laughs> train them, teach them, and then yeah. you might realize some people don't want to don't want to sell weed no yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, I gotta ask you, how does the state get away with taxing cannabis the way it does, but then tobacco, alcohol, they don't, they're not getting whopped like you really want me to answer? Marijuana. That? I do. This, this is America. <laughs> I mean, they're being bought hey, basically. This yeah. is America. One and then two, we have to touch on something that people that really don't really equate to this. We stop fucking voting. Right. We stop teaching our kids about voting. I have a, oh, my oldest kid is 23. My youngest is 14. They give a fuck less about voting because they're not taught about it. I remember being in school, being taught about the importance of voting mm-hmm. on your local level because the people mm-hmm. you voted in local craft the laws for the federal. Yeah. And what about those who have been educated and have voted and have seen no difference and no wiser, whether it's this guy or that guy, and it's still the same scenario, the same so problems, the I, same I feel my vote counts, and you can't complain if you didn't vote for the person exactly. that you feel should be in there. Very true. So, like, I can't, you know, there's people that on both sides, well, if my vote don't matter, your vote has to matter. If it's, if you're voting for that person and they don't get in there, that means enough people didn't vote for that person. You can't yep. say that your vote didn't count. Yeah. You I didn't feel, have enough people I, I, to I vote. Feel, I feel like that, too, but I feel like in certain ways, like what we've seen now in these last five years in politics, especially through this fucking pandemic, Seriously. like... Like, what's even really true? Oh, I believe Democrats like, and Republicans are the same. What do you believe, do, right? Do, do, Democrats and Republicans do, do, do are exactly we, the same. Do we really vote? Do all these votes get really tallied? And do you really win off that? Yeah. We nah, see, we see we, it changes. Oh, it's the college vote. It's hard to believe. Right? It's hard to believe anything that involves the government. Seriously. But, like, but I mean, like, like, like he said, if it's supposed if to be you, fair, and if you didn't vote, you shouldn't complain. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Vote and then if it didn't go your way, they just complain. Think, well, I guess but if you didn't what do about anything, if you voted and you still complain no. and you still see it a certain way, like no, no, I voted I for it. Biden because I didn't want to Trust see me. another four years with Trump, and then to see what Biden has done, oh, seeing like, another person, but yeah. then it's still being same the exact scenario. same thing. Same reality. I ain't never voted for Trump, bro. But you gotta say like all these these Russian cats pushing up the Ukraine shit, all this shit that's Listen going here. on, like. At least people were afraid of dude, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he kept it 100. Bro, I'm telling I you, ain't voted for him, I ain't rock literally. with him. But I feel like we voted for this 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 presidency and they ain't doing shit. No, but that's what people fail to realize. It's by the time stuff gets to the president, it's already set in stone. Yeah. If we haven't exactly. voted the people in on the local level, that's exactly it what he's the saying. whole purpose. Are exactly. you telling me that people haven't, like San Francisco, just outs on how many superintendents mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. the unified school district? Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, some people voted for them because they believed in them, but mm-hmm. then to see the results and to see. So you can vote, and people play as fuck up. So you can vote for whoever you want to vote for. <laughs> scandal People here, can fuck up. Here. And that's why we're opposed to being a democracy. You vote again. You know what I'm saying? But again, she people, married. Barry, baby. We were hey. taught, I remember, we were taught the reports of checks and balances. By the time something gets to the presidential desk, it's already set. The president is just instructing to what is off. given the on the lower yeah, levels. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of us have forgot that. Like, yeah. Democrats and Republicans are the same, bro. <laughs> They're the same. I, yeah, I yeah, honestly yeah. thought through this crazy fucking pandemic and, like, it seemed like literally the end, end of days, uh, I thought that we'd finally come under some understanding of just being human, being all together. Mm-hmm. You know, we had all this social injustice going on. And like you said, like George Floyd's death impacted like so much shit. So much shit was going on under the radar because that was the only thing that was getting so much media attention. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I believe you even weighed in on a tuck because after you guys got robbed, it was like, you know, they wanted to highlight you as being, yeah, the first 
black owner mm -hmm. of this equity program for the good or greater of their yeah. image uh -huh. look and uh -huh. campaigns for the people uh -huh. that I'm sure that created that law and made them look good as well as you that day. But then you fast forward, and you know, when you really need them and these break-ins and stuff and the insurance and stuff is all going on. It's you know, all I mean, this shit that's going on. For hours, like he said, and not have one pair of cops show up. Not I mean, one. that says everything yeah, to me. I mean, it's it's so millions of dollars. definitely changed because, you know, a lot of us didn't realize, even the police didn't know, that we were paying taxes. Part of our taxes goes to the Oakland Police Department. And Facts. the police didn't know that. You know how I didn't how I know they didn't know that? Because when we got robbed, the day after we got robbed, we were on a phone call with OPD and a bunch of different cannabis owners in the space. And we're talking about, you know, how y'all just left us for dead last night. And the captain of OPD at the time that was on the call was an R. Wingate. R. Wingate was my arresting officer in 2005 when I called him. So I hadn't talked to him since since the day I got arrested. Well, I talked to him the day after I got arrested because he's seen me at work. But I'm we hadn't talked. We hadn't talked. So that's crazy. I could introduce myself, tell him, you know, that's me, da 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 da. Eric, the whole Zoom, like, what the fuck? Wow. So we that's let him know, crazy. hey, this was going on. Y'all not protecting this. But as soon as he was on and trying to do it, he got deployed. He's active. So he mm. got deployed. And it, yeah. the police kind of dropped the ball again. So when we got hit again in November, I was kind of like fed up. I put out a call, not like a, I want to fight you call, but I made a, a call like, I need to talk to the chief of police. He from Oakland, I'm from Oakland. My cousin is a lieutenant in OPD. I'm like, we need to get on a Zoom. Like, we need to let them know <laughs> what the fuck is going on. R. Winfield on the next person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my thing is, I know we paying y'all. You're not finna, I've begged for OPD to come just pull in my parking lot and take a report. Like, this ain't Prop 215 days where we Man, scared of y'all. We're supposed yeah. to work together and I'm yeah, paying you. Yeah. Like, I'm paying you to come protect me. Man. Yeah. So once I talked to him and he felt that emotion, I live, I talked to Chief uh, day before yesterday because I told him, I've talked to my security team. They're like, Tuck, whatever the fuck you said work, he said, they've been pulling up, coming, chopping up with us, nice. taking notes. So nice. in defense of the OPD, within regards to the cannabis break-ins and stuff, they have been on it. I can honestly say up, they bro. have been because you don't know what you're not told. That's something me and my wife hey, just came up with true. recently. You can't, very if true. you don't know, now if we dealing with this six months from now, you can't say you don't know. Because yeah, exactly. I have it on record via Zoom that, that was recorded know. that you know. Mm -hmm. So now it's a problem. And it's just holding people accountable. Like a lot of these yes. disagreements in government and whatever else can just be set down over a conversation like this. Yep. And just people really being open up and realizing that you play as fuck up, we can agree to disagree, but that don't mean that they got to be any funky shit with it. Exactly. I like your philosophy too, because uh, I, I was talking with you before and I was letting them know we talk on daily chats on, on IG lives and stuff. And you had mentioned that about, you know, we were all talking about how we can help better the youth. And you had mentioned that, you know, they got to be taught. You know what I'm saying? We need to put that out there. They don't know. They don't know nothing else. And, Bro, I'm so tired of motherfuckers. I got options. Okay, can you explain why they're your ops? Well, they're my ops because such and such got into it. Okay, did such and such them, did those such and such actually have it out and do what they need to do? Or are you fighting on behalf? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just stupid. That's not it how is. we came it up. Is. That's it not how stupid. we came up. I didn't, like, I'm not, I don't have enemies. Unless, if you don't like me, you just, just an asshole. Like, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, sure. I don't surround real. myself I with the that. Same way. Because I like to be able to move around. Like, I can go exactly. coast to coast solo. By myself, right. no security, no nothing. Bro, not that I need it, but I'm just saying, like I don't, state. I don't need like I'm covered in the blood, so I'm moving. I'm able to move around, do what I need to do, and that's how like I approach. Like, dude, you got to be able to be good people. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to Houston next week to go fuck with Scarface. Now, 
I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna come do the podcast. I'm gonna tap in with such and such. You know what I'm saying? Like when you come down, you, you tap in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's you know? a major thing, man. Like, like you know, I don't, I don't know, man. You I'm, gotta pull up, tap in. I don't uh, like that shit. You've 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 grown so much in the space uh, in the four years with having Blunson Moore. It's created some wonderful partnerships. You know, and uh, great relationships, like you said, Scarface. Yeah. Uh, not to mention some of the some of the brothers that you introduced me to: Stack, Matt Barnes, uh, Dead Brands, Al Harrington. Yep. Happy you birthday, Al. Birthday, birthday was yesterday. Hey. yesterday. Hey. Big one up to the man. You know what I'm saying? Forty-two, nineteen eighty. Uh, you know, hey. and I'm, I'm speaking on this because just as I brought back to earlier in the wristband, because hey. Mike wears <laughs> being a good person. I ain't never met a harder networking person more than myself than you, bro. You be oh, everywhere, uh, from the campaigns <laughs> to the TVs. But the the group of people that you surround yourself with like that is is paid off in a sense because you just got acknowledged, you know, uh, from from the Harrington Institute, right? right. Yes, big I'm Al, big Al, and them. I'm and a teacher. I'm a professor now. Nice. Yeah, I, I mean, teach I, 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 I got. I say, I say, whatever's a little bit. I'm not reading for that part right there. I got a little bit. Speak on that. How a, how a blossoming friendship from someone that you know you were just trying to get a strain into the store. You guys years later are best friends. You guys so, hang out. You tap great. in. He comes to town. He's All to the, the store. You All go the out shit. to the compound. All the shit. Speak on it, man. I just I took the same approach that I had hustling with people. And I know a lot of people, like, I used to be guarded like that. Oh, I can't make new friends and all this shit. And you can't grow old from people. You can grow old from people. It can happen. You oh, can yeah, grow for apart. sure. Facts. But you also got to be willing to accept new friends. And my wife, she like my security. We don't we don't be on that shit. But we <laughs> both had to really see that there are other good people. And mm-hmm. I was just genuinely a good fucking person. And we hit it off on some was crazy. I got a phone call to connect with him through somebody else. I put the gypsy on the phone call with them. Next thing I know, we hang up. She down there with him two days later. Didn't tell me nothing about it, but I didn't care because we were just all, you know, we were just all networking. I'm thinking you going down there on behalf. Up, but it was red flags, you feel <laughs> me? And he seen it and felt kind of uncomfortable, Fucking but still was like, all right, whatever. But we just talked about it. We hit it off. We family men. Them fucking gypsies. We, um, <laughs> you heard that them fucking lights can. Just, I like them. I know them red bones. Them we crazy. just hit it. it I don't it know. We just hit, it was perfect timing for us to meet each other. You know what I'm saying? And then just our granny links with him. How he got into Viola. Named after his granny. Why he started smoking. Wow. How my connection with my granny. We just That's had so universe, much that we man. just. Exactly. It was meant for us to connect. And I was already a fan of his. Already a fan of Stacks. Already a fan of Matt's. Oh man, but we believe, baby. Come, hey. You know, for them to come and show love <clears throat> to me and. It was just, I don't know, just stay. Like you said, I, I was around you five minutes. And you was like, you cool. <laughs> so it was just it was just like that. And it blossomed into, he. I knew he was running a school. And I told, oh, like, I've been trying to expand my speaking engagements and, like, instructional-like things. I want to be, you know, okay, people know I sell weed. I got a store, but I'm more than that. So I'm yes, trying to do different things. Yes. And... I'm like, bro, can I teach there? He was like, yeah. I'm like, well, I don't got no teacher credentials. I said, I don't even have a resume. I said, I got a bio. You know, he was yeah, like, I got he was like, yeah. Though. He was exactly. like, bro. <laughs> I said, he was like, your 26 years of experience is your is your shit. So like, yeah. I literally I did an interview. I did two interviews. Um, killed both of them. Um, and starting March 1st, I started my first class. So yeah, like I was saying, uh, March 1st, I officially began my tenure as a professor for Harrison Institute, uh, powered by the Cleveland School of Cannabis. 
Um, we're still accepting students. I'll be teaching uh, for six weeks right now, Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, 11 a.m. to 1 in the afternoon. Um, I have a syllabus and all the all the good nice. shit. So how do they reach out to you? Is it online? It's uh, online. So if you go to the Harrington Institute's uh, Instagram page or theharringtoninstitute.com, it'll pop right up. You can register there online. It's not it's not hell expensive. I've seen things like ten or maybe twelve students register right now, which is to have one want to yeah, listen right. to me is oh, just yeah, like sure. mind blowing. So hey, man, we up in there. considering thousand all the stuff that's been going on, like oh no's, and then we've been kind of talking off camera about it, but. I shouldn't be open, y'all. Like to go through what I went through with the previous partner. Like people don't really, when I'm when I'm calling the gypsy, the gypsy is the lady who was sitting next to me when I won the license. Mm-hmm. Her and her mom were a gypsy team. They came. They didn't. I don't really think they believed that they were gonna get a dispensary, but they had in their mind what they wanted to do from jump. They had a hidden agenda and never included me in it, which was good. Which was great because it worked out how it was supposed to work out. That's but what I was to say. it was meant to be. It was meant to be. Yeah. It was Yahweh That's put them it. in my life for them to shit on me right. in order for me to be able Damn, to run own one hundred percent of my yes. business what I own now. <clears throat> but Learning going maybe. through all of that, yeah, they left. They left B and M with about two point five million in debt. This was vendor debt, meaning brands that were bringing us product that they weren't paying, <laughs> and then this was also tax debt. Um, <laughs> We, just like all businesses, have to pay taxes, even though we can't write anything off. So I pay payroll tax. When my staff gets paid, I take out SSI and all the stuff. We have to collect that money. That money is then supposed to be turned over to the IRS. The gypsies were collecting the money not and not paying it, it but putting it in the books that they were paying it. And then they ran and opened the store in Oklahoma that is now closed. It started so, to make you think that. That shit was all the way inside, man, with the whole thing, though, bro. You know? So the, like the only reason why the break-in, I didn't, I know wasn't an inside thing is because everybody got hit. There's no way that they could have known that that night that would happen. Them not being from out here and not really knowing that many people, yeah. too, it was like, damn, mm-hmm. there looked like them no, 150, it, it, 200 people to hit the store, bro. No, like, it, was, it, was, it was actually, let me see, it was... 70 cars, it was, it was like 280 something, almost 300 people. But then That's they were coming crazy. in robes, so a couple hundred would come one time, then another couple hundred would come again. It was, it was, and I'm watching this on camera, just like, wow. Man, Seeing a bunch point, of my you've people. you've already called it in to Oh, OPD. yeah, we've already done everything. No we're response. Everything. No response. They told us that, you know, they told us they weren't going to be able to come. They let us know because, mind you, they were dealing with riots. It was a bunch, it wasn't just cannabis that was getting robbed, but my thing is, send one cop, send somebody. Send somebody. They didn't send yeah. anything. I mean, it was shootouts that night all over the place. Oh, it, it was a lot. It was it changed, a lot. It changed a lot. So it was a lot. with all these trials and tribulations and struggles, like, mm-hmm. what do you think needs to change in the industry? They have like, to lower the taxes. They have to. It's been like, like if you're a, talking to Gavin Newsom right now, you're gonna you need to lower to the what taxes. He needs to do. You need to lower taxes. One. You need to talk to us. Two. You need to get on these insurance companies. Three. Um, and that's pretty much it. You know, it's, 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 it's easily, it's easily fixable, but you just got to be willing to talk about the fix. But like right now where I sit after reopening in March of last year, there's no, if it wasn't just for me and my grit and determination and just me always looking for solutions instead of worried about the problem, right. I would not be open. Bounce like, back. Who's going to take 2.5 million in debt? And partner with somebody. But what does that say about the industry to go through everything you went through to then just a bit ago say in the next three years if things don't change like it tells you, don't you that see it sucks succeeding and mm-hmm. having to sell not in California no <clears throat> and and that's why that's why it's so big for me to make sure people know that 
Like everybody, mama wants to come get in California cannabis, Kids but no one is game, telling right? them what's the real. Yeah. I'm not saying that you can't make money in here, but I'm just letting you know that there's ways that you can make money and there's ways that you shouldn't want to jump into right away, especially if you don't have the training or the money to really survive in that space. Like you said, people just think it's all glitz and glamour. Mm-hmm. And when they think of California, they think of the glitz and glamour. Mm-hmm. That's what makes them want to come They here. don't know there's 3K a month for three-bedroom houses. Yeah. <laughs> you do the math on that. You know what I'm saying? That's 36000 a year just for rent. We ain't talking about car note, mm-hmm. gas, water, nothing, kids. We talking about yeah. just on rent, 40K a year. Mm-hmm. Low income for a family of four right now in the Bay Area is $175,000. You can make $175,000 with two kids and two parents and get welfare. Food stamps, wow. Medi-Cal, everything. That's crazy. Absolutely <laughs> fucking <laughs> and, it's le- and it's legit. It's not no bullshit. Yeah. It's real. You can make $175,000 a year right now and qualify for food wow. stamps. And it's not Medi-Cal. It's, Kai, it's covered yeah, California. Yeah, yeah. All the-, the difference in 20 years makes. That was big living back. Do you remember yeah. back when Numi money, you was rich, when you worked at Numi? Man. Or, you know, with Numi, when you, when you told a motherfucker you worked at Numi, oh, man, you worked at Numi, you got the Numi money, you balling. You got that Numi money. <laughs> I was only $21, $22 an hour. When I worked at the county, my, my highest pay for county, at the county, I think it was $20, $28. Hell yeah. That's yeah. not even no, that's City not county. shit. Pay a nigga, boy. I'm like, that's not shit right Today's now. Yeah. Yeah. $20 an hour job 20 years ago was fucking Bro, I made 35 oh, an hour as a consultant via off the, 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 the shit through the store. Now, that's, seven, that's 72, 73,000 a year. It's not shit in California. Yeah. Not for what you got to pay for. Not for hell like, no. Um, Again, thirty-six thousand. That's seventy-three. <clears throat> is rent. <laughs> you do the math. If it wasn't for speaking engagements and just knowing how to hustle, there's no, there's no way I'd be I'm able to survive in California. I'm a hustler. Seventy-one thousand dollars a year. And people don't think about that. So it's just my, I feel like I've been put in a position that I didn't sign up for, but I got to do it. <laughs> so like, that's everybody leaving the state, going to Colorado, mm-hmm. going to Florida, oh, I'm doing Washington. That. I want like, a franchise. I want, I want, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm already, I own the IP for Buns and More. Talk about that. Let's so, talk about yeah. the happy story. By her leaving, <clears throat> I had to uh, eat all that debt because she 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 did so much foul shit. I said, like, I don't even want to give her the, yeah. but she did so much foul shit. <clears throat> instead of just leaving, instead of just saying, hey, we don't want to, I really, I really would have wished they would have just said, hey, we want to do our own thing. We don't want to fuck with you. Yeah. How much with that this, call? I'm telling you, we, me and my wife had tickets up when I found like the way we found out that they had a whole another store because I didn't know none of this. Damn. We didn't know. 80. We ended up finding out because we're going back and forth. We're trying to sever. We see that she ain't been in the store. Her and her mama still getting paid a salary, Damn. all kind of shit. I was trying to fight them, but the way our contract was set up, this is why I'm telling people about contracts. <laughs> the way our contracts was set up, it looked good to me on paper. But in essence, I couldn't vote her out no way, no how. The only way that she could get out, even if she was fucking up, was if everybody that was in our circle voted. And I didn't realize that. I knew that was good for me, but it also worked for her. So in order for me to get her to fall off, I had to eat all the debt. But all the while doing that, they didn't accuse me of fucking people at the store in front of my wife. None of this ever happened. What the fuck? They did stuff to keep me out the store. My my brother, my blood brother's cousin, Dre from Camille, he worked at the store. They tried to get him kicked out the store. It was just all kind of weird shit That's so they can wander the money and do what they was doing. And then I shit. found out that they had the other store because when we got robbed, we had to close for two months. We reopened and then we had to get another general manager because my gypsy partner stopped being a general manager. We didn't know why. We get an email from her mother, the other gypsy, and it says the mother's name at a dispensary 
So my dad like, like, do you know what that is? Address. They like, uh-huh. that was like the last we shit. Looked like, busted like, I, pulled up, like, I pulled up the website page to this place in Oklahoma. Wow. The first thing I see wow. is my former bookkeeper, who's her friend, his car at the window doing a tutorial of the dispensary and his husband handing him the product out the store. So she done moved Damn. seven, eight people off Blunson Moore wow. to Oklahoma and opened up a whole nother business. Yeah, I want to go blow their fucking heads off. Damn. But I couldn't because had I did that, I wouldn't be talking to y'all that exactly. I'd be in jail. That's why you're exactly. still doing your thing. So that's, why I got, yeah. that's why that's the only reason I'm open because I keep pushing no matter what. For sure. And one of the Make other things right is, is because sure. the way you run your store, you do unique things that a lot of clubs don't mm-hmm. do. You can consistently uh, roll out uh, all type of different food trucks and help them cross promote. You stay doing like crazy events and at the venue. You know I don't uh, charge them. I know you don't. That's that's no, the charge, greatest thing I don't about charge what you no do. No food truck a dime to come in my store. All that's I ask dope. is that they give a discount to my staff. That's what's up. I pay half if I pay at all. You know, or I tip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and right. y'all sell as much as y'all want. And whatever staff you got here, I'm gonna give them the employee discount in the store that day that they there. Man, that's what's up. Like I'm sharing oh, my yeah. space. Like come do your thing. Like I didn't like G Stack made me realize that, bro. I didn't literally launched a few brands. From my parking lot, not even knowing I was doing wow. that. Just giving them somewhere just to come commune and sell their plates. Hell yeah. Off the rip. Community shit. Like, I had flea markets at my store. I had expungement clinics at my store. Like, it's a lot. Like, yeah, but all that validates your brand, though. You know? Validates him. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I'm it validates doing it for that. It validates yeah. that That's years what makes time you right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not even doing it like Like we all established you're just a good person. I'm just yeah, trying you know? to do it yeah. like I think that's what's supposed to be done. Yes, sir. And one thing that you did do is when we first uh, came together and we started doing stuff, you was on your quest to to get your own strain out. Ask me how I feel about the marijuana. I tell you that I love it like I love my mama. We don't do confusion and all the drama. We be with the crew, little Benny Hunter. California State, cheaper up north. Get into the bay and some fuck more. Travel up top, what the fuck for? They ain't even got what a nigga rock. Gelato in my bra with the cookie crumb. On my Instagram, putting hella thumbs. Fuck around, you gon' need another lung. Let's talk about that, man. Trials and tribulations. Uh, one of your good friends that we we don't uh, we don't longer have. We uh, we lost him a, a little while ago. Uh, but oh, you pushing the line not only for your brand, but some stuff that y'all had going behind the scenes, My and, and that's man. a good thing that 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 you're doing, keeping his memory alive. Man. Speak on, speak on, simply green and how it's come, and you being an owner, being able to automatically throw it in your store, but it's success going into other stores. First yeah. down, so it's crazy. So <laughs> simply green, and this is literally where it came from. So 420, we dropped the shoe. <laughs> Me and my boy Side Collective. Side Collective is a black-owned designer. He does amazing shoes and clothes. And we did a shoe together called uh, the Smoking Vultures. The shoe itself actually smokes. If you hit it with 70-degree heat, the whole Sick. panel what? of the shoe lights up and smokes. <laughs> wow. Um, super cool. Got a weed pocket in there. Got a little quote about me in there. Bam. We released that on 420. All the while coming up to that, I kept saying, like, man, I want to drop some weed. He know I want to drop some weed, but... I know how the white label game go. Like, if I want to have my own strain, it's going to be three to five years before I have my actual own flavor. So mm-hmm. what I'm going to have to do is find a flavor I like or three flavors, put them in my bags. What do you want to call it? Oh, do you call it Top Shelf Tucky? Nah. Do you call it, call it Simple Green, Simply Green? Why? Because for me, I'm used to smoking dope. I've been smoking dope since 93 when I first started smoking. I'm from the purple era. 
I grew cookies when it first came out. Like, be legit, still asked me to grow cookies, and he know I don't grow no more. Like, I really <laughs> like, I'm, I know my shit. So I've been, I've never smoked no bammer. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So for me, I come from an era where only certain weeds had names. You had light green, you had, you know, your white widows, your train wrecks, you know what I'm saying? Of course, you had Derby the purple cushions. You had your cherry pies, you had oh, your derbies, you had your OGs. So you had stuff with names, right? You had names. But nowadays, everything was a gelato or was a this or was a cross <laughs> of this. So I said, well, look, I want to put something in a bag that no matter what's in the bag, every time you see that bag, you know it's going to be good. I've noticed in the years I've been in the game, just like with on the street, you have a lot of people who will give you this bag and say it's fire in there and it's fire in the first month maybe even the second month about a third month is different boot is boof in there it's and you're still the charging the right? same price yeah i don't want you to grab my bags and deal with that yeah so what could i do as a it was literally y'all as a joke i told my wife i said i'm gonna call it simply green and i'm not gonna tell people the flavor i just want them to smoke it and then you know, react after you smoke, just like I did. Yeah. We didn't care about the flavor. I just like to smoke that, bro. Mm. Well, look good. Do it it's look fire. good. Is it fire or not? Do it smell <laughs> good. There's so much fire. Fire good. truck, feel it. Do it get me high. <laughs> yeah. Simply green. That's where that came there from. You go. And That's then dope. it was originally supposed to just be at my store because it was just my weed. Because I knew that that packaging that y'all can't see because, you know, I have a deal with them to not keep doing yeah. it. <laughs> but I knew that to me it was just going to be at my store. So I didn't have to worry about any issues with it. I started realizing after I did 85 South that other people wanted it Demand. and other stores started saying, man, can we get some Simply Green? Wow. I was like, yeah. And I was like, Mark okay, we'll there. take it, but we can't take it if it looks like that. Yeah. So I designed a new bag, Got came you. with it in. Now it's going to go into other stores that are MSOs Ready all because, go. and that all because of me, that, that, that right believe on. in my palate and shit. Like Hell to yeah. have that kind of pull in four years, mm. Bila tell me all Again, the time, I love Be Legit. That's my nigga who I've known. I think I've known since I was 12. Be Legit tells me all the time, Tuck, I don't really have to coach you. Like, you picked up yeah. on everything in four years, in less than that. Cause, But I was taught fast because of the gypsies. The gypsies made me have to get on my shit. Yeah. Right. I had to learn how to read the contracts. I had to learn how to, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, they, yeah. what, I have to own that. Yeah, they got over on me, but I got to own that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, That's that was a lesson. Are. That was a lesson I was supposed to learn. Good so. early than later, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm straight, yeah. Now we here. to a lesson. So. Oh, yeah. We want to thank my guy, Tucky, for coming through and blessing the happy hour show. Man, we didn't have y'all. plenty of fun. Jim's thrown. You know, oh, all the geez. people out there in the cannabis industries, he dropped a lot of knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Any students want to sign up for my, my guy, Professor, over here, of course. The Harrington yeah, Program, tap in, yes, sir. Hit the link, you can follow him on the IG, the it'll professor. be up there. We want to thank him for bringing some of this good fire. Make sure you go Fuego. catch some of that simple green in the store. Go pull up to 70166th Street in beautiful Oakland, right across the street from Oracle, and go see my guy over there at Blunts and More, man. Hey, happy hour. <laughs> Thank you.